It's better to die on your feet than live on your knees. Breaking through the censorship and delivering raw, unedited content, it's Joshua Michael with Non-Compliant America. Welcome, folks, to this Labor Day special of Non-Compliant America. I apologize, I was away <clears throat> on Saturday. But we have a jam-packed show. An epiphany has awakened, and the entire population of the entire planet is awakening to what's going on in this global takeover and the end of humanity as we know it. Will we fight? Will we fight and stand up against this tyranny that is unveiling right before our eyes? With Joe Biden being the head of it, <clears throat> which he is simply just a distraction. He is one of the heads of the Hydra. But you chop it off, another one appears. So let's not talk too much about that and let ourselves become distracted from this movie showcase that we've been inducted into. And I want to talk about that and I want to create some correlations uh, with some different things that have been happening and some different epiphanies that have been happening and some conversations that I've been having with certain people. But let this sink in. Let me, let me explain something to you. We can win this. We. And when I say we, I mean we. It takes every single one of us. And what are we fighting? We are fighting an information war. It's a silent war going on right now for your mind. And let me explain this to you. I talked in droves about technology, AI, and how they've captured our psychology and our consciousness through using things like cell phones and technology and things like that. Okay, that is the premise to get you to go into what's called suspended disbelief, which is a mental state that allows you to not think and basically everything that you think about is being force-fed into you. you. It becomes a, a, it's a subconscious state. Look it up. It's called suspended disbelief. Actually, I'm going to look it up right now. Um, so <clears throat> in that, what is suspended disbelief? And that is a way, um, the ability for the audience and the readers to ignore the improbability of the story in order to enjoy it. That's what they say on here, but that's not really what it's. Let's go to this one here. Okay. Uh, okay, so that it comes from a poet, but now how does it include and induct us into psychology? Basically what it is, if you ever drive by or walk by somebody's window and you're watching them, it's, it's dusk or it's nighttime, and you're watching them through the window and they're looking at the TV, what is their face? What kind of, what kind of, what are they... What do they have on their face? Right? They're just staring. And, oh, uh, you know, we've all seen this in idiocracy and things like that. Okay, so that's, that's their brains essentially being programmed. Right? Okay, <clears throat> so I don't want to get off on a tangent too much because I want to I wanna express this thought. So the silent war is happening right now. And these people are so small. And there's not that many of them, the elitists, the people that want to capture your mind, because once they capture your mind, they will capture your body. Only if you give it to them. 
only if you give it to them. And the reason why I say that, because they do not have the capacity to physically round everybody up. Now, they're trying, but they don't have that capacity right now. There's too many of us. Hence the clot shots, the COVID-19 shots, and they want to exterminate more people because they need to get that population down to 500 million. This is what they talk about. They need to get that population down. And you're thinking, Josh, this is crazy. You're talking 500 million. That's billions and billions of people to die to get down to 500 million, especially with the growth rate, which is why they encourage gays, transgenders, and because transgenders and gays can't, they don't have kids. And so what does that lead to in a 10, 20 year cycle? No kids, deindustrialization. Uh, depopulation, because that's what everything's about. Depopulation, low sperm count, low testosterone, you know, uh, a broken households, fatherless homes. All of these things lead to one thing, disorientation and depopulation. So you get into the depopulation, get down to that 500 million, and maybe they're shooting for 2030, 2035, right? Because California just announced by 2030 or 2035, one of them, I can't think of it, uh, about no gas. They're getting rid of uh, natural gas and gas vehicles, right? That's because they have a plan. These guys organize, and the reason that they're able to coordinate globally is because they all meet together and they say, hey, here's our plan for next year. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do this on this month. We're going to do this on this month. We're going to do this on this month. And it's all coordinated. And that's why things seem like, oh my gosh, Australia is doing this and Canada is doing this and the United States is doing this and Venezuela is doing this. How are they all doing it at the same time? There must be a real virus out there. Oh my gosh, it's spreading everywhere. This is crazy. The fact is, these people are meeting. This is this is part of the um, young leaders, young global leaders initiative that we've talked about in droves too. They all get together, and these are the young leaders that uh, are embedded into our governments and things like that. And so they go to meetings, they have Zoom call meetings, and they're all being coordinated and collaborated with, kind of like the news media in the U.S. Uh, that coordinates, you know, with the White House. If you ever seen those videos where all the news broadcasters, there's thousands of them, are literally saying word for word the same thing over and over and over again. This is an example of that. Okay, so let me get this thought out. Through AI, they're trying to trick your mind into being captured. They're trying to capture your mind. And how do they do that? 3D goggles, AI, cell phone, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever your vice is, Candy Crush, things like that. They want you to be disengaged from your life so you don't see what's going on around you. And the more you engage with your phone or your TV or your 3D goggles, the less you engage with the real world. But there's also a, a, a detox period between... You engaging with your phone, say you dive in for an hour and you're just looking at stuff and scrolling through stuff. Well, once you get out of that, there's a detox period that your brain 
has to shift gears. And so it goes into this, this kind of limbo period. And so you have to be able to detox out of that before you can actually get back into engaging. Now, kids, can, they can do this on a limb. But as you get older, it's, it's more of a transitionary, especially if they weren't born into it. You know, anybody under 20 has literally been around the TV their entire life and it's become their babysitter. But I digress. So here's how we break out of it. It's very simple. It's very simple. One, we need to understand how the enemy is attacking us. And they have to do this. And this is, this is a phenomenal interview. I'm going to play parts of it next segment uh, about um, this professor that breaks down mass psychosis and mass psychology. Basically, mass formation is what he calls it. And what that is, is the way that the uh, Germans were able to corral the Jewish people in the 1930s and 40s leading up to that is through something called mass psychosis. And so the German people actually thought that if they don't do this, something will happen to them. And they were so polarized, just like we've been polarized right now, they were so polarized that they just they were willing to basically sacrifice their own children in the name of the greater good or whatever they were being inducted into. And that was the propaganda wing of the Germans that were so effective on that, which is identical to what has happened through this entire COVID crisis. So this entire COVID system, except it was global. It was global. So they, they basically have been preparing for this, and then they rolled it out in global. So the psychosis, that's why when you still, I went to the fair this weekend, when you still walk around and you still see people wearing masks, even though now the CDC is like, hey, the masks don't work, you don't even need to wear them. These people are so, and you better stay away from those people because those people will hang you out to dry, you know, in any circumstance, they will not blink because they're not conscious. But here's the good news is one, you have to protect yourself and you have to prepare yourself. And how do you do that? Through all the things, not just the physical things, but mentally. You need to mentally understand that the technologies around us are meant and created to induct us into a psychosis. That's why new music, if you listen to like new music that kids are listening to, you're like, what the heck is that crap? It's bad. It's so bad that you can't listen. It's, it's so bad because they're operating on an extremely low depressing frequency that they pull those kids' minds down into that, which is why we have a stagnant population of up-and-coming uh, generations that don't want to work. They don't know how to work. They don't know how to engage. They don't know how to talk. They don't know how to do anything because they're at that super low frequency. So what they take is us being engaged, us being high energy, us being you know, active, working hard. They're like, uh, why would I want to do that? Like, uh, nah, dude, I'm just going to sit here and uh, play on my phone. You know, <laughs> dude, you don't even understand. Like, it's cool to eat Tide Pods, you know? 
Because you're thinking like, why would anybody ever want to do that? Is because a lot of these kids, right? They've been robbed of their future and they've been convinced and psychologically inoculated that they have no future. So what do they do? They attach to the Stockholm syndrome to believe like nobody cares. Nobody cares about me. I don't have a future. The dollar's not worth anything. Everything's going to crap. It doesn't matter. So let me just settle in into this dysfunctional world that I've been born into. I didn't have a choice. I'm, I was born into it. And, and, and think of the mindset, because this is the mindset, is oh, nothing matters. Like it doesn't matter. I'm just going to enjoy my life, you know, YOLO and all this. And so part of the strategy that and how we can win this is you got to try to shake those people out. But first, you have to shake yourself out. You have to understand that you're constantly being hit in all avenues on this induction. So you have to be able to have exercises to free your mind outside of that psychosis because it's constantly trying to capture you. It's constantly trying to get you because they don't want to round all of us up. They want us to drive to the concentration camps because eventually that's where it's going to be. We're all just going to drive there, the people, the mental patients that have been inducted into this. But if we can shake people out, our friends and family, people around us, if we can shake them out in a very strategic way, you have to be careful with them. But if you can just get them to think about something, just something, it doesn't have to be Trump related, it doesn't have to be COVID related, it doesn't have to be vaccine related, it doesn't have to be anything about all these extremely hot buttons with the mental patients that have been inducted into this. We don't have to talk about that, but you can go around it, figure out what they like, what they're interested in, figure out something that's free thinking in their life that would apply to them, that they're still passionate about, and they're still a piece of them. So talk about that and get them going, get them talking, and try to get them to just open their mind just a little tiny bit. Because once this thing opens and once that egg cracks, they can't put it back together. And this is how we're going to take our country back. This is how we're going to win. This is why we will win. Because the thing that is capturing these people is so fragile like an egg. It's so fragile that all it takes is just a little tiny hairline crack to break that open and their minds will just flood with the truth. Thanks for listening. Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Hey, there is great news, my friends. There is great news. Just like when all the America's Frontline Doctors got on the news and they went on YouTube and they said in May of 2020, Hey, everybody. Great news. There's no reason to be scared anymore. We found the cure for COVID, for this mysterious disease that's going around and scaring everybody. No worries. We found the cure. 
We got it. So you don't have to be scared anymore. Come out of your house. Just take ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, later budesonide. Monoclonal antibodies came later. Things like that. But think of the power of that moment. I remember that moment. I remember that night. I was sitting at my desk watching this video of these doctors, these brave doctors coming out and basically going completely against the grain in doing that. And what was the whole point of that? That was the whole point. That was to counter the mental psychosis that was underway. People were so scared. People didn't even leave their house. My phone didn't even ring for like a week when they locked everything down. It was weird. And I usually get 50 phone calls a day. So just think of the strain that that had on people. And that was all part of a plan. And the plan is to get you to sit in your homes, to get you scared, to get you terrified of your neighbor and all of that stuff because now you start to question everything around you. And when you question everything around you, you stop trusting people around you. And you stop trusting people around you, where do you go? Where's that default position in modern, in today's modern world when you're uncomfortable? Where's the default? You go straight to your phone. That's where they have you. That's where they wanted you. More importantly, that's where they wanted to take your kids. So what did they do? They shut down the school. They shut down the school, then what? Online learning. Now the kids are staring at a screen. They're being forced to stare at a screen. More importantly, you as a parent who's now concerned about your job because now the suddenly you can't get a babysitter because babysitters are scared of coronavirus, so you're stuck at home. You can't go to work. And so now your job's in jeopardy, which pays for the house and the foundation in this great white picket fence life that you've created. All of that has been up, upended. So now you're like, just shut up, kid. Just watch the screen and do your school. You have to go to school. So now the parent, the parental figure, think of the, think of the trick on this. This is, this is so evil. But the kid who looks up to their parent their entire life, right? The most role model figure of that child's life is now ordering them to stare at a screen for eight hours a day, every single day. So what happens? The kid's like, okay, I guess you're my new daddy now. And guess what? These elitists, these scientists, these global technological technocrats, these evil, wicked people, they saw and primed all of this out. They rolled out the red carpet for this years ago, and they were ready. Amazon building, Amazon distribution center, finished in October of 2019 around here. October 2019. How did they know? How did they know? They were ready for everybody to sit in their home, and they just get their deliveries from Amazon. They went up 47% that year in profits. Increased. Think about that. It's all part of a plan. So they've inducted your kids. That's where this fight is happening. And that's the space I really want you to understand. 
And the reason being is because that's where you're going to win. That's a tangible thing that you can win. And all you have to do is be conscious of it and be aware of it. And now that I've told you, you can't unthink it. And the fact is, here's the facts. We are winning. We are winning. These people are way too small for us to, um, to not just stomp them out. All we have to do is understand who the enemy is, and that is these global corporations. That is our technology around us. The Fitbits, the iWatches, the Alexas, all of that stuff is meant to absorb you into this psychosis. So once you start to unwind yourself out of this, that is where you'll find your, your real power. That is where you'll find your real influence. Suddenly, you'll have people around you going, how do you do that? How do you do all of this stuff? How do you do all of these things throughout the day? How do you have all of this, of this time to do all of these things? And it's very simple. It's because you have no idea how much time you actually waste on your phones and technology in utilizing them and how much they capture you. So if you just detach from that, all you got to do is detach from it. And things, good de detachment techniques, leave your phone at home all day and go do your day. Go do your day without your phone. Go to the store without your phone. Go to the beach. Take a whole weekend without it. Right? And what if there's an emergency? Well, you know what? Before 20 years ago, when there was an emergency, you found out when you found out. And there's always a way that you can get a hold of somebody or touch somebody. There's always a way, right? But in that emergency, you know, that's, that's the big fear. What if there's an emergency? Because that's also been inducted into us too with movies like Ransom where kids are getting kidnapped when we're kids. But now the kids and the young adults that watch that movie, they all have kids now. So the biggest fear in the world is what if our kid gets kidnapped? And now granted, kidnapping is a real thing. Kidnapping is a real thing. Just last night, I got a phone call that somebody was trying to follow and kidnap somebody in the Fred Meyer parking lot in Salem. This is a real thing. Three Hispanic individuals following around in a black, blacked out vehicle we're following this person around for six miles around town. And you call the cops? Guess what? They're not. They don't care. There's no crime. There's no crime. This is why we have to take care of ourselves and take care of our own and find our friends.